This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. again everybody how the devil are we all sorry for the delay you know you do a show with a woman and well, you know it's going to be late <laughs> i should have said like we're going to start at 10 be ready for nine <laughs> of course that's just my ex i'm not sure i tell you what the way things are going this show could go anywhere tonight it is the first in the line of our new wsl shows uh welcome along to leicester tonight you are watching and listening to chris and leicester tonight die tv on youtube and your favorite podcasts This is Paul McCartney saying this is where Chris is at. This is where it's at, Chris. Take it. 
I'm taking it. Good evening, one and all. I've forgotten what was on that intro. Good evening, Maisie. Thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Chris? I was just covering myself up after that intro because uh, there were specific rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can I just say, ex, ex professional footballer, played for England, won cups, and Maisie. And you know which one's more trouble? I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> but I tell you what, I tell you what, I've got to be honest with you. Whatever, I mean, it, it was a lovely guy to have on, was, was Tony. But do you know what the difference is between him and you? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Sorry, that's the last time, I promise you. <laughs> I've got to get used to it, but I do what my money's worth. You do. Well, like I say, just keep keep adding up this commission. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Unfortunately, Lou can't be with us. Um, her friend's been in a bit of an accident today, so we do wish her all the best. And uh, she will be along for the next one. So it's just it's just you and me, Maisie. Um, nobody watches it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but thank you for joining us. You obviously have your own channel. You do a lot of women's football on that. Where can people find you? Uh, my YouTube channel is Devils United, Manchester United content. Just as Chris has mentioned, I do women's football as well as, well as men's football. Um, I've done my preview for the WSL this week. I've done Manchester United versus Tottenham, which, of course, we'll probably touch on a little bit later on. But uh done that. I've already done my table prediction as well. So I'm not too sure she'll be very happy, Chris. <laughs> oh, I know. I know I'm not going to be very happy, I'll tell you. She's normally prepared. She's normally prepared. But, uh, I mean, look, we cannot in any way talk about women's football without talking about this summer. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, I am late coming to the party. I admit that. Um, but... I think this is what women's football needed. What what happened during the summer, you couldn't have hoped for, but it's pulled so many people into to suddenly taking another look at women's football, or taking their first look even at women's football. Some do, some don't, but there's some people who just like to watch uh, the Lionesses when it comes to tournaments and then not bothered about the clubs mm. uh, they could be like you who just wants to get into the women's football in general or there's just people who don't take an interest i think it's just a mixture really but you see more that people are just interested in the tournament football and then just leave them because um you still look at it like the attendances are still very very low uh a thousand people coming to each game it's it's quite low considering when you've seen the the crowds of what they were for the lionesses and um i know they're playing a lot more stadiums now this this time around uh which we'll touch on probably as well but um that's obviously because of Quetta. otherwise they won't be playing as in as many of the men's ground this season as they would any other year i mean do you think that uh, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, you know, like you say, yeah. what we saw during the summer was tournament football. And, you know, the fact that it was a final, uh, I mean, you couldn't have scripted it better, could you? It was the fact that it was the final, it was against the Germans, it was at Wembley, and we beat them again. Um, just I mentioned that last point. But it's just, 
it was just someone without sort of if you like any other football. But do you think that the women's game can hold on to? You're not going to hold on to it all, in fairness, but it can hold on enough and it can grow. Yeah, I think it will grow and it'll grow over time. Um, I think there will be some people who are warm to it. There'll be some people who uh, will just simply not like it. But I think it will will grow over time. And I think especially using the stadiums, social media plays a big, massive factor. You need to promote, promote, the promote the, the women's yeah. game. Um, you don't, I don't know what it is like for Leicester and it's... It, for promoting the women's but like man united every time there's a kit launch do you always include the women's in it um when it came to us playing at old trafford they literally revamped old trafford specifically just for the women's football so all the pictures what were of uh the 1999 cantona where we won the champions league in 08 took all them pictures off put all the pictures on from women's football since we launched five years ago which i think Vic is absolutely spectacular what they've done. Um, um they they have a couple of pages in there, uh, the the, the, Program. the programs every uh, every time a game's on. So I think they do promote, but I think United could do better in terms of you look at last season. Uh, at the beginning of last season, they'd rather have shown an old cup game than a, a live Man United yeah. women's game. So there's stuff what I think is great, but there's stuff what I think could be improved upon as well. I suppose it's got, we've got to be careful that we don't rush into it, if you like. I mean, when yeah. you come to think where the men's are now, I mean, just in the Premier League alone, it's been 30 years. Mm-hmm. And before that, uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you remember the first final at Wembley, women weren't even allowed to play football, which, you know, is... is well, it's stupid, but, you know, that was then, so to speak. So I think it's going to grow, but it's got to sort of grow at its own pace. Um, yeah. And I, and I think the good thing is that you are seeing, I mean, King Power, for example, own Leicester City women, as well as the men's. From what you're saying there, Glazers own both the men and the women's teams. Uh, I'm not sure about all, all, all the others, but, you know, we play... Uh, King Power, some of our games, but when we move to all this new state of the art stadium, and there's two ways of looking at this because I'm thinking it's a huge, uh, sort of not stadium, sorry, training facility. It's a huge facility, you know, swimming pools and everything. And you're thinking, right, surely we could have accommodated the women in that as well. But then we've they have actually taken over our old training ground, mm-hmm. which it's not it's not the same but it is it's their own if you like and yeah. i mean i suppose they meet just getting their own identity because they can't they, they need to have their own identity as well don't they yeah they do need to have their own identity and if you you'll probably notice it yourself when it when wsl starts some of the kit sponsors in the WSL, I think Aston Villa and West Ham are two examples. They have a completely different kit sponsor to the men's side. So they have uh, different promotions. And what I think is quite interesting, um, I think before this season, Barcelona women, they had a completely different kit sponsor to the men's as well. And I think that's a quite interesting one as well, because that gives their own identity in terms of promotions and sponsorships as well. Because it's like that is their own kit rather than we're sharing the kit kind of thing. No, I, I prefer sharing a kit, but because it's United as one, yeah. but 
Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just looking at Leicester now and the the, 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 the team photo for the upcoming season. It's our kit with our, say our kit. It's the main kit with the main sponsor and everything on. So it, it has got sort of that theme. But but it, it, it was it was great. And total congratulations to the Lionesses. I mean, you know, it's shown, it shown the men how to do it, hasn't it, really? Um, and... I've got to say congratulations as well because they've just qualified for the World Cup. They did, yeah, and they had one game spare. Um, mm. Which is tomorrow <laughs> night, I think, isn't it? It is tomorrow night against Luxembourg. Um, this is we had the World Cup qualifiers at the start of last year. Um, we beat twenty nil against Latvia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how much you knew about that, but it. Brought Brad Press on saying women's football shouldn't get taken seriously with that kind of scoreline. Well, I mean, come down to Bournemouth where I live and tell Bournemouth that they shouldn't be taken seriously because Liverpool just put nine past them. Exactly. Um, uh, people used to say about the Lionesses, they can only do it against small teams. Can they do it against big teams? Oh. But then they've done it against the Netherlands, Sweden. They've done it... Um, They've done it against a new Germany, uh, who was a very good team as well. And I think a lot of people still quite underrate, underestimate the Lionesses, um, particularly in different uh, countries, to think that we're, we're just a bit of a joke team, which we should be taking extremely seriously, just because we're only putting two past Austria. But you and me will both know how very well set up Austria is as a team. Yeah, yeah. The semi-finalists last time in the Euros, weren't they? Yeah, they were. And they were just extremely unlucky not to, to qualify. You, you feel sorry for them. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at the England's group now. Like you say, one game left, 27 points. Austria second with 19. And I'm sorry, I don't know if you're watching this, Brad, but if you are, I've just got to say North Macedonia, one off bottom with six We put five past them. We put five past them. <laughs> Um, that wasn't too bad. At least that wasn't another twenty. But when you look at that that table, first is Osama with twenty seven, bottom is Latvia with three. We're plus seventy. They're minus fifty three. It's no different to the men's qualifications because you've got the Estonian. All right, the goal difference might be you know a little bit different, but you know it's it, you've still got teams in there that aren't going to, um, you know, do very well. And no no disrespect to Latvia. But it happens in the men's as well. San Marino, yeah. I, it happens. Um, this is the thing, though. If you was to play, it is like the England men's team played San Marino and put 10 past people. Like, this is brilliant. We win in the World Cup. Yeah. But yeah. then when you put 20 past Latvia, you look and go, seriously, is this a joke? Yes, yeah. I mean, I like I say, I'm late and I, I make no bones to it. I'm not going to pretend that I, I knew a lot about English football. I mean, I knew um, a couple of the players, Lucy Bronze, um, yeah. Ellen White. That, that, I thought, oh, God, are they still playing sort of thing? But the, my first meet, if you like, was when I watched the Netherlands game, the friendly before the Euros. And... I was surprised because I thought you know, Netherlands are the you know the current champions and and I think we well, we didn't destroy them that would be unfair but it, five, it, one. It five one yeah so I'm thinking like hang on a second and then when I started to watch 
the Euros themselves, and you know, you and myself, we both did a lot of sort of you know live live watch alongs. Um, and apart from the odd team, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, do you know what? They could teach them anything or two. Really, really could. The, the players are absolutely brilliant. And the the thing is, you, um, you look at the England team before Serena under Phil Neville, there isn't that many much changes. There's still Lucy Bronze. There was still Ellen White. There was still um, Nikita Paris in there, Jill Scott. There were still their mug names. But what... Zarina has done, she's put a few youth in there, she's brought some players back who got kicked out. Mary Earps, for instance, Phil Neville says she wasn't good enough to no. be in as an England goalkeeper. And Serena brought her in and said, no, you are good enough. And Ellie Roebuck had, uh, was a number one under Phil Neville. She's Manchester City goalkeeper. And mm. she, she literally come out in a press conference and said, no, Ellie Roebuck is my number one. Said Mary Earps. And the way she's done it, the way she's so open about what she wants to do. Steph Harton, I don't know how much I know about Steph Harton, but she's a big name for England, uh, Manchester City player. Um, she must be getting on to retiring, to be honest. And she's been in the England team since 2006. Never been out of it. Um, the fact that Serena said, no, she's not coming into the Orioles, no room for her. Uh, I picked my squad, I'm happy with my squad, and I've left it like that. And she kept getting hounded by the press saying, why are you not bringing Steph Harton through? Why are you not bringing Steph Harton through? And I think it got to the point where Serena said, I'm not answering no more questions about Steph Harton now. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, talking to Phil Neville, did you feel when you had him as, as, as England manager, it was almost like, because I mean, he was, he's, well, I mean, he's been his best buddy, David Beckham now, isn't he, in, in, uh, in America. But who was the manager? Was it somebody Hope was the manager before. Pardon? Before, the manager before Phil Neville <sighs> at England. Was it somebody Hope, I think? It was a lady. And then, did you feel a bit like, well, you know, we've got a man managing us and he's not that good anyway? <laughs> He's awful, isn't he? And if it, I, I don't know if you watched it, but uh, Phil Neville, he obviously found out that England was in the final uh, when he was at his interview and he looked so jealous and bitter. It was absolutely hilarious to watch. <laughs> um, it was uh, Mo Marley, who was a caretaker before uh, Phil, ne Phil Neville uh, as the manager, but... Right. There was there was no one there who really stood out and I just think Serena with her implement implementations what she done, she was clear from the beginning. She said, mm. I want to win trophies with England. That's what she said in her first interview. What I want to do for England, I want to win trophies for England. Um there was a new competition. It's similar to like um the Nations League, Nations you know. League, yeah. Uh it's called the Arnold Clark Cup. It was brand new. So there was four teams in there, England, Spain, Germany, Switzerland. Uh, we was in that group for the Arnold Clark Cup, and that was our first cup competition. And uh, Serena won it, so she heavily won against Switzerland. I think it was 4-5-0. Then she drew 0-0 against Spain, but she put all the young, uh, like her old uh, B team out. Yeah. against a very strong Spain squad and you knew how Spain can be set up but they had uh, their best players 
the ones who didn't go to the Euros, drew nil nil, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, Ballon d'Or winner on the pitch and and kept her quiet. And um, Germany, they won three one. That's why I was confident we'd win the Euros because we'd beaten three one already. Won the Arnold Black Cup, and that's how you knew it was kind of the beginning because and you knew Serena hasn't lost the game in the Euros as a Netherlands manager. She's gonna want to continue that, but. Now she's got the World Cup in her hands. I think she's going to want to improve because she got to the World Cup final and lost against America. But that, that's going to be the big stumbling block with the World Cup. The Americans are in. <laughs> it is the only thing is with America, they've got quite an aging team now. They're all over the age of thirty, and right. with our youth, and perhaps we've got a bit more fresher legs with Ella Toon, Chloe Keller, Alessia Russo. That could mm. probably play in our hands as well. What I liked, and we'll, we'll go on to the, you know, the club just after this last question was that she wasn't afraid to make the big decisions. No, you know, she was, she, you know, Ellen White. I mean, it's, you know, you could not imagine Gareth Southgate taking off Harry Kane. Yep. <laughs> and uh, was it Beth Mead she took off? I think as well. Yeah, she's took off yeah. Rachel Daly as well, who yeah. you wouldn't have thought to took off. She's took. Uh, like a lot of the decisions, it was mm. quite crazy. Like her, the way she dropped Steph Art and the way she's put Mary Earps as number one, they was very bold decisions. What caused a lot of controversy to Lionesses fans, and then not just that, you bring taking Ellen White off, which I think is the right decision in the end. Uh, because it, it worked, Frank it Kirby, did. you can't argue with it, can yeah, you? Exactly. <laughs> Frank Kirby, who's a big name, she's probably one of the biggest stars in uh, the WSL um, mm. taking her off is a very bold move to, move to make as well and uh, she's not afraid to make decisions to the team because she, she does it as a team play not of favouritism you couldn't look at her and go you've got favourites there England yeah yeah. No. Well, we we know. It's, congratulations to them. It was a it was a joy, and it was a it was as I say. Yeah, you looked at it sometimes, and you thought, like, my God, what's the defense doing? But then I look at Leicester every week and think, bloody hell, what's the defense doing? Uh, but overall, I loved it. There was no play acting. There was no arguing with the referee. Well, I think once there was, and she was getting on the pitch. So I, I think it's great, and we wish them all the best in the World Cup, obviously, next summer. Um, I look forward to that. I really do. I don't but, know if you're aware as well, Chris, uh, just to touch on before we go on to clubs. Mm. Both Bill Scott and Ellen White has retired from football now. I know Ellen White has, yes. Yeah, yeah. both yeah. her and Jill Scott have retired. Right. Uh, yeah. Jill Scott retired the day before Ellen White. Um, I think she was about 36, 37, and... Uh, she was the only lioness to, to be in the 2009 Euro final to lose and to be in that squad for the one who won the 2022 World, uh, Euros. And Ellen White uh, retired due to um, medical history, medical because she's got uh, she's got a punctured lung now, uh, Ooh, which is ouch. such a shame for her because uh, she's a legend in the women's game as well. So it's a shame for how she's retired and both of them have come out as, uh, as retired as Euro champions. Which well, this is, is it. Agreed. You can go out, go out at the top. Mm-hmm. As they say. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Brendan should have thought about that last season. I don't know. Anyway, we're not talking. We're not talking about that. It'll, it'll depress me. Um, women's WSL. 
next season. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. Like I said, this is all this is all new to me. So treat me like a, a nursery kid, and you're the you're the teacher. I mean, I know Leicester got promoted. Um, we we didn't have a good start uh, because this is this is my limited knowledge of um, of the WSL so far. Uh, we changed and got Linda Bedford in. We managed to stay up by two points. Um, and Chelsea, I think, won everything. Um, I mean, is that kind of sum up the WSL? Um, Chelsea's been the champions of the WSL for the past three years on the trot. Mm. Um, Leicester was newly promoted into the WSL. Um, I think Birmingham's just been a bad smell in the WSL for many years. Like, don't hold back. Don't hold back. You know, see what you mean. Yeah, there's literally <laughs> just a, a bad smell. Like, like someone who's just clinging on to day life, like in a league. That's they literally what Birmingham was all like. the time, did they? Just stayed up. Yeah, and to be honest. I, I was very surprised that Leicester did stay up because they had heavy beatings. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, one in particular was Chelsea. I think he's lost 9-0. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, we beat his 5-0 as well. Uh, I think Man City had a, a, a similar kind of result against just so... All right, all right, all right. we get it. We yeah, get I, it. I, I obviously... <laughs> I don't mean to rub it in, but no. can I just rub, rub one thing in about... Leicester, when we played against us, I don't know if you've seen the goal, but we've got a player called Katie Zeller who does corner kicks. She scored from a corner. Straight in? Yeah, so she was on the corner and then went like that twice in one game. Hopefully, was that before we uh, were the old manager? That was under <laughs> the new manager. <laughs> She'd done it against City as well. <laughs> you know what? I think they have been. I think we need to get the women totally away from the men's because they've been watching the men's too much, you know. <laughs> yeah, look, like Revy says here, Maisie's rubbing it in just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, but I just had to mention that goal because it was probably one of the best goals I ever, uh, I ever witnessed, I must be honest. So, moving but, on very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the big surprise for me, and this is the one thing that happened with the Euros, is that I was looking at the Euros and thinking, like, oh, you know, and I was checking, like, where Portugal are in the world rankings? And, you know, who, who's up there and who's not? And then I look at the WSL and you've got Reading in there. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Reading. They took the road from me. But, uh, you know, better obviously got better ladies' team than the men's. As you can tell as well, Reading's a big table team. Um, Reading is actually not a bad team. Um, I think they're a very physical team. And mm. the way they play, because they're so physical, um, they can pick up them at points and pick up a win and a draw. And the thing is, they come into big games like Chelsea and Arsenal and they get points. Uh, you look at Chelsea, they've only lost two games all season. One of them against Reading. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, yeah. And I think they beat them 2 0 or something. They, that's the kind of team they like because they're so rough the way, mm. they, the way they play. They're, they're so rough. They play like a championship team. 
the way they put it in terms of their physicality, but it works in the WSL and that's how they they do gain points. And I think they play a a bit of a different formation as well. And they've got a mixture of older players and a bit of youth players. I quite like watching Reddit. I just don't like playing against them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ravi says, big up, Chris, you're a great lad. I was going to say the checks in the post, but that's so old-fashioned, isn't it? The PayPal. I'm going to say how much you pay him. Tottenham no different. Don't qualify for your any as much in the uh, men's and they don't in the ladies either. Oh, Tottenham are just crap. They, they honestly, uh, they're awful. Like um, we used to say, like day was our competition, but I look at them and think. They, they haven't got a team. They've got the odd good players, but they haven't got a team for me where I could say that team is capable of being in uh, European football. They used to be in European football many years ago, but Arsenal dominance, Chelsea dominance, City dominance, and because we've got into the league in 2019 and never been out the top six. Mm. And that's good for a, a team who's only set up five years ago. Um I just think Spurs have just been a bit behind on everybody else, in my personal opinion. And they, I just think they don't strengthen at their best. They have brought a couple of good players in, which I'm interested to see. One of them is a former player of Man United's right. from our first ever uh, team. But apart from apart from that, I, I can't see them. I think they could finish the table themselves the way they go, the way they could potentially play. Ravi says here, May, can you tell us how tough the WSL is? The reason why I'd say the WSL is tough is because it's a small league. Um, you've got to try and pick up as many points as you can. And to be the best, you've got to beat the best. It's yeah. not like in the Premier League where you've got 20 teams and you're like, oh, if I lose against City and Liverpool, it's fine because I, I can still finish third place in the league if I win everybody else. It's yes. not like that because if you lose against Chelsea, Arsenal, Sitter, who are the current best three teams, you're not going to get into the top three. That It's just as simple as that. And another big thing is goal difference. There's been a lot of games where it, a lot of times where it has to be based off goal difference. Um, when you've got a narrow and compact league, like goal difference does play a big massive factor. You need to try and score as many goals as you can. You can't just stop when you get to a final mark and think, right, that's it. I'm happy. Yeah. You, yeah. You've got to try and do it as best you can and concede, concede as little goals as possible as well. I, I think that's the reason why I think it's a tough league. But I wouldn't mind to see if the WSL could expand to 15. I was teams. just going to say, could, would it would it expand? I mean, obviously, there's a there's a, a championship, I'm guessing it is called, because you know, that's where that's yes. how How many? Obviously, we know there's four in the main men's pyramid and then it goes down. What what is it like in the ladies? Um, there is a roughly around the same amount of teams in the championship. Uh, twelve of them in there. Uh, they've got some big names in there. They've got Crystal mm. Palace. They've got Blackburn Rovers, Southampton, uh, Sunderland. So there's some big football teams in there, and uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, in case I don't know if you know this, Saha donates attempted wages to the Crystal Palace women's team wow. to keep them afloat. Um, wow. So he does that because you, you're at a, when you're in the championship, you're at a loss. Uh, mm. 
because you need to fund it. And some of them are only semi-pro footballers as well. Some of them have got full-time jobs and got their own sponsors and stuff. Um, what's pretty funny, Watford got relegated, just like they do in the Premier League. Um, <laughs> Surprise there. <laughs> and another one, Coventry. Coventry came with a 21-point reduction and they won that many games, they stayed promoted, they stayed in the league. No. Yeah. Oh. What, why did they have 21 points deducted? Not that I'm, not that I'm laughing at, at Coventry at all. A bit, bit like Derby, they went in liquidation. Ah, right. Right, I, 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 I honestly do, do, do feel for Coventry. <laughs> I don't, I don't at all. Um, Nippon's in. He says good evening. Big up to us both. Uh, it's nice to see. Obviously, Nippon's come in. He's heard we're talking about the women's. I thought he'll come in and watch something where he can actually see that we're talking about Chelsea winning. Um, but uh, sorry, sorry, Nippon couldn't resist it. No, I, I still hate Chelsea, I still hate them with a vengeance. They are, they are my new team in London that I hate now. But, um, but I'll tell you what, we're going to do let's have a look. And now, you have done your predictions. Lou's going to let us know her, she hasn't yet, but like I say, she, she's obviously got other things on her I'll mind. Get my so table up, totally, totally understand. Um, turn it upside down if you would, because it may look better for Leicester. <laughs> this this is how it finished last season, just to quickly uh, go through. So, like I say, we, we managed to stay up, but yeah, there's too many red crosses there. Even Birmingham had two. <laughs> well, look, your goal difference was worse than Birmingham's as well. Yeah, 39, yeah, it doesn't look good, doesn't look good. Everton, well, yeah, you expect them to be over there about through the relegation zone. Oh, I know one with Everton. They have three managers that season. Three? Three. <sighs> I suppose, I suppose they're just waiting for Lampard, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Villa, Reading and Brighton uh, there. And then sort of the big guns. West Ham, I seem to remember watching something on West Ham where the ladies' team was being run by the owner's son or something. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yes, yeah, if it still is. But uh, Tottenham then in fifth, your team obviously in fourth. And then, I mean, you just look at those three at the top, and I mean, you're not far behind it. So I'm not, you know, doing. But those four, it's like green, 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 green. Those and other, I presume, it's a bit like Scotland. Is it? Is it always Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City? It has been for the past so many years. That's for sure. You wouldn't look at that table and think City was on a bad. Um, uh, they was on a bad spell at the start of the season. They had loads of injuries. Uh, to the point they were using their youth players. Um, they dropped a lot of points. And when it came to February, they played against us at, at, at their ground. Uh, I've done a match day vlog on it. We lost 1-0. Um, a spectacular goal by Caroline Ware. And um, they've been unbeaten since in the league. So they won every single game since February, what helped them get to third place. Mm. And the problem is, because we was in third place, to top three for the majority of that season as well and we was thinking right we've got top three here but then we drew against Aston Villa nil nil which is very rare then we had last day of the season the worst one you could get Chelsea away uh, it's the worst game to get last day of the season and and we was actually uh we was actually winning twice at that point in the game we was 1-0 up, then it was 1-1, then it was 2-1 for us, and we thought, 
wow, is this it? But we've never beaten Chelsea ever. Mm. So uh, it wasn't good. I've just realised that for some reason, whatever it is, that when they've done these, taking off the internet, obviously, they with the, the last five games, they've started, they start on the right and work over to the left then. That's totally, uh, to- totally no reason why. But anyway, let's have a look. I, I'm probably going to go off and just shoot myself uh, when we when, when we do this. But let's have a look at the um, where you think people are going to be ending up next season team-wise. Um, um, I, I guess I could straight away, um, which one are you? You're on the right here. I guess I could just type Leicester in there, couldn't I? You don't think we're going to have a, a good second season? Sorry, no. I, I don't think so. I think it's second season syndrome for you, if that's a thing anyway in WSL. But, um, <laughs> second I'm season not... after being promoted, we usually win the championship. The only reason why I don't want you to get uh, relegated was obviously for you and you've oh. got one of our youth players on loan, uh, Carrie oh. Jones. And you have, and that obviously she's one of our own. She's only eighteen. You want her to do well, don't you? So, yes. um But I just think Leicester, if there wasn't one team worse than them, if there was two teams to be relegated, it would have been they would have been down. And majority of that yes. season, they wasn't relegated. They wasn't yes. the relegation yeah. Yeah, until they picked a couple of wins. So, and yeah. for me, I'm looking at you haven't majorly strengthened for me. So. I'm sorry, Chris. Um, no, no. I mean, you know, like you say, we were seven points behind third from bottom Everton. So, like, you know, there was there was two odd teams last season that were obviously bad, you know, and uh, they both happened to be from the Midlands, uh, unfortunately. Um, I mean, you, you, you've, you've, I don't know where you're going to put Liverpool, but Liverpool have been promoted. You yeah. think, I mean, have they been in the Super League before? They have. Uh, they was in the WSL the season we got promoted, um, and our first win in the WSL was actually against Liverpool two nil. Ah. And that season they got relegated, and that was the best thing ever. Uh, seeing your, uh, your rivals <laughs> getting relegated, you can normally just imagine it. Uh, I'm sure you probably love it if Nottingham Forest got relegated yourself, but oh, I totally, totally exactly. But yeah. it felt like a kid in a candy shop in Liverpool being in the Championship, and we was a top four team <laughs> in the WSL. I must be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, it was probably the other way around, wasn't it? In the men's game, so you had to have something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've got to have some kind of praise somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I couldn't resist that. Um, who have you got in finishing above us then? Everton. And I think it's going to be quite a close one. Um, Everton has lost uh, a good few players in the team. McGill mm. is a very good player. Lost them to a rival of Aston Villa. Uh, Sander, the yeah. main goalkeeper, t- she's gone to Manchester City. Uh, the players who they signed, I don't even know much about them apart from uh, Beaver Jones, who's a Chelsea player, but she's still very young. They've got our goalkeeper on loan, Emily Ramsey, who was in the relegated uh, Birmingham team. And they've got Jess Park, who's a young player from Man City on loan. Apart from them, I don't really know the players who they've got. No. They've got them from abroad. So, um, the way, I don't, I think they're quite unsettled. They never seemed to grasp the team, what was their best team, just because they had three managers. It was quite disturbed. They had some injuries. So, Mm. um, 
with the way they've been with the transfer window, I can't be, see it being much better and other teams are uh, strengthened a lot better. Uh, I, I think I'm going to guess from Ravi's comments who you've got in 10th place. I know, he, spoil, he spoiled it, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool, I've gone for the 10th place. They've got some good players in the squad. Um, they have signed, re-signed a player, Van de Sanden, and she's from Wolfsburg. So to have someone who's from the Champions League into a newly promoted Liverpool side, that's a very, very good move. Uh, weakening uh, other teams around them, Brighton and West Ham. Um, getting flattery from West Ham, I think that's a bonus. Uh, the players who they got rid of, they've got rid of them to a crap team, crapper teams than them, so they must not have been that good. So I think Liverpool, with the way they are at the moment, they've got to walk before they can run and they need to be uh, trying to win the games they've got. And with the other teams who are put above them, it can be quite difficult, especially, like I said, the Reddings, the Brightons are very an underrated team. Uh, West Ham is a, a very physical team, so it'd be very hard for them to pick up a lot of points for me this season. And do you see... Uh, I mean, is, is there a big... I'm guessing the answer is yes, because obviously we saw with Leicester last season, there's a huge gulf between you know the second tier and the top tier, just like there is in the men's, if you like, you know, because... Leicester came up, and let's be honest, we were we were at the bottom for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just that bit of quality. I'm not discrediting no, 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 quality, no, 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 but there's just you can tell the quality between the top, the middle, and the bottom because the middle are very physical, so they can pick up them rough points. And then when you're a newly promoted side coming from the championship, and you're thinking. Oh, like where am I going to pick up points from? And you're a bit nervous getting into the games as well. Then that's what it's going to be like. But the differences between Leicester and Liverpool, they've got ex WSL experience. So that could potentially go in their favour, whereas Leicester's never been in the WSL until last season. That was their first ever time being in the WSL. How how recently have Liverpool been in it then? um, Apart. from 2019, they was in it for a very long time. Oh, right, okay. But the thing is, um, their owners stopped investing in the women's team. They wasn't yeah. making them many signings. And when your owners are giving your funding and your best players are going, you're going to struggle. Yes, yeah. And do you think, um, I'm sort of guessing for what you said, but... Is, is it going to be a battle between... I mean, you just said between, with Everton and Leicester, it could be close. Can you see Liverpool being in that relegation battle as well? I think it's a possibility, yeah, because of, I'm looking at the teams who strengthened ahead of them and um, they've made some terrific signings, so they mm. can potentially be in that relegation fight. But it all depends who the, if they could... If, pick up a sneaky point, for instance, against West Ham or a mid-table yeah. team, because there's not a chance they'll pick drop pick up points against Chelsea or no. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, you can't see it. No. They might even pick up against Man City, you never know. But mm-hmm. uh, I think they've got to rely on picking up points. And I, need, I think in a lot of the games, they're going to have to be a counter-attacking team. 
you can see I'm grasping at straws that, you know, like, <laughs> Leicester may just be able to stay up and drag the other two teams above us down into it. Um, above Liverpool, who have we got? Reading. Real well, okay. Uh, the Reading, who I rate so much. Um, they have lost Brooke Chaplin, who was a key figure there for uh, Reading last season. She has uh, now retired. Um, and just Natasha Harden, who's left to Aston Villa. So losing to a rival isn't that good. But they brought in one, uh, a next Manchester United loanee player, Diane Caldwell. Um, for me, she's probably one of the best tacklers and uh, when you say I play crunch tackles, she really does crunch tackles. That's how well she is. She's plenty yeah. of experience, 33 years old. She's been everywhere, the Champions League, America. She's played absolutely everywhere. And she's the captain for the Republic of Ireland as well. So to have that key figure in there, I think is absolutely terrific. Um, um, they've signed someone from Melbourne as well. Um and apart from that, they've been quite signings I don't know, but they haven't strengthened too much, which I do quite like because you know what? You you see the best managers, don't you, where they only pick up they put a couple of new signings in every like every transfer window, they don't put too many in. And that's what I kinda like. They didn't haven't lost too many, but uh they haven't put in too many either. Because they were they finished eighth last season, so they're not you know far off really from what you where you put them this season. Yeah. Um, it was very tight once you got sort of past like yourselves. Uh, there's a big gap between yourselves then down to Spurs, but from Spurs sort of only four points above West Ham. Then it was like. 27, 26, 25, 21. So it was all very tight in the you middle. You can see there, what I mean, it? can't you? When yeah. uh, you've got to try and get every point you can. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm presuming it's three points again still for a win. Pardon? I guess it, I'm, I'm presuming I presume it's three points for a win still. Of course, yeah. Of course, three yeah. points from. Uh, I'm gonna quickly explain about a cup competition, which you'll see. It's called the Conti Cup. Um, so you instead of having rounds, you have a group. So you'll have a group competition. You'll play the group, and then say, for example, you win that group, you get promoted into knockout football. Uh, okay. It's terrific i really like the conti cup we got to the semi-finals and got knocked out by chelsea but we actually played using the conti cup and we drew three three in that game uh went to penalties it goes to penalties so if for example you win you get three points in the group if you draw it goes to penalties and if you win the penalties you get two points and if you lose you don't get any points how strange is that I know, I'm trying to get my head around it. I presume we lost on penalties, did we? Um, No, you actually won on penalties. Did we? Oh, my God. Why did we left to actually beat Man United? What the hell? That's the only time you beat us. Stop the count now. Let's end <laughs> it now. Oh, um, Jack's in. Hi, Jack. How are you doing from the final whistle of the uh, Leicester channel? Um, Leicester finishing eighth ahead of Reading, Everton, Villa and Liverpool, says Jack. Wow. I like his optimism. Yeah. Do what I do like. I mean, and if I lived in Leicester, I tell you what, 
whether I'd got a season ticket for the main guys or not, it's £42 for a season ticket for the Leicester City women. I would so definitely have got one. Like £39.99 for Man United. Is it, yeah, I mean, what value for money, really? Mm. We've got the cheapest uh, season ticket in the league. We didn't up our price since we've been in the championship. Ah, that's good. Well, we yeah, I mean, it, it's great. I mean, and, and that's good to see. Um, so in eighth place, eighth place, I've gone for Aston Villa. Um, Aston Villa for me, I put them as my um, underdog team. Um, they've stre- uh, they've weakened teams around them of Reading, Everton, and one who you will know very well. They have signed Rachel Daler. Ah, yes. Rachel Daler, a Euro champion. Mm. She is very versatile, which I love. She can play in defence, midfield. She played in America, Rachel Daler. She also plays as a striker in America. So she can play in every single position on that pitch. And I think that's going to be quite vital for West Ham. I mean, for Aston Villa. They've got some great players as well of Aisha Lennon. I don't know if you've seen her before. A blonde girl with the long ponytail with a big bass of eyelashes. Um, that, that, that's half the team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I did, Douglas Louise's girlfriend. All right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, it's Douglas Louise's girlfriend. Hmm. I should have explained it a bit better. And I met Douglas Louise when I went and met her. Uh, when Ew. I went to Aston Villa away, I'm like, oh, hello, Douglas Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I got a selfie with him. And how fast did he run away? <laughs> he didn't run away when I was around. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but, um... Who were Mrs? I think Rachel Daly, though, is going to be the difference between them, with between Redding finishing 8th, 9th and 10th, to be honest. That's how good I think Rachel Daly is. And as well, they've got a great manager in Carla Ward. Carla Ward mm-hmm. is a terrific manager. She even uh, said to us as well, uh, I, would, I would love to, I love Aston Villa. I'd love to stay in the WSL as much as possible. She's an open and running challenger. She said, I want to get uh, Aston Villa to eventually be a top four team. That's how optimistic she is. And to get a draw against Manchester United, I think it's a, a very good result for her as well, to be mm. honest. Um, so, yeah, based off the management, based off the Rachel Daly strengthening teams around Aston Villa, that's why I've gone for eighth. No problem. Uh, Mike is in the chat. Good evening, Mike. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, he says, evening, Chris and Maisie. I'm delving into... <laughs> delving? I need to sort of redo I thought I said diving for the first time I read it. I'm delving into women's football for the very first time. Wales watch long tomorrow where we could qualify for the World Cup playoffs. Whoa. Good luck. Good luck to the uh, Welsh ladies. Uh, is this Rogers wake on or not? We, we're not talking about that. We're avoiding that for, for, for one show. Uh, he says, what are you like, shameless? <laughs> Me shameless? No, 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 no. <laughs> right. So we're up to eighth with Villa. Um, seventh. Brighton and Hove Albion, I have gone for. 
Brighton and Hove Albion, they have a very good side. They're very defensive and compact side, just a bit like how the men play. That's how they play, and they're just a bit like Reading. They can pick up some sneaky points as well. Um, mm. Before they played us in December, they was in the top three. Wow. <laughs> they was in the top three. That was how good on form Brighton are, how they were. And uh, they... The signings they've made, there haven't been anyone who I could go, wow, apart from jo- uh, Georgina Fox, who they've got in Chelsea on loan. Um, but there's going to be one big blow for them in particular. They have got rid of May Letizia to Manchester United for 50k. Uh, May Letizia, she was voted uh, Brighton's best young player. She was shortlisted for the WSL's Young Player of the Year. Um, she's very versatile in the midfield. She plays a centre back. She plays a full back. Um, she's only nineteen years old. She's very good to even be in that England squad. That's how good I think she is. And I think to lose a player like Maya Letizia, it can it could potentially hurt them. But because of how well compact they are, I don't think it'll hurt them as much as too much let's just say yes yes um could they sneak it do you think higher or do you think that they are kind of mid-table they're a mid-table team for me i just think the other teams are a bit too ahead of brighton and brighton if you want me to be honest um uh, especially with the way the other teams play um and Spurs are being Spurs, um, where they pick up them kind of points. You know what Spurs are like. You'll see yeah. a lot more of a Spurs being Spurs. Um, I just think with the way the other teams are and the more investment in the other teams, I think if Brighton had the investment, uh, they would get. They probably would be able to get into a top five team to be top five. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, and into the top half of the table now. Um, who have you got in sixth place? West Ham United. Oh, I, I say, what I know about about West Ham United is mm-hmm. just what, I, and I don't know what the program. I think it was on after match of the day or something, and they were doing a like a docu series on West Ham United women. Um, mm-hmm. One of the owners' sons. I think he was actually running it as in managing it or whatever, you know. Um, uh, I mean, they thought, did they finish last season? Let's have a look, West Ham. Uh, they finished sixth again last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where they'll probably end up, to be honest, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, just because they, with West Ham, they have... Uh, strengthened the defence what did cost them in some games they have signed some great a good forward player from Bayern Munich and to sign a player who's played Champions League football you've got to say it's a great achievement there for West Ham yeah. and massive strength um, they've signed two Arsenal players and Alex Hennessy and Kira Flannera who um, Arsenal you know are a, 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 oh three Arsenal players as well in Halley Husser as well sorry and to have them, I think it's great. Uh, they signed Kirsty Smith for defence, and that's Manchester United player. She is a fullback. She's more of a, a defensive fullback than she is a, an attacking fullback. And I think that's what caught, 
cost West Ham in some games. The defence, um, the, the defence was quite leaky at time to time. Um, so that helps both her and them massively. They have lost their top goal scorer though to Manchester United. Right. Um, Adriana Leon. Um, Leon as well. She um, she plays for Canada, an Olympic gold medal champion. No. Um, she uh, she actually scored an absolute thunder rocket of a goal the other day as well for a country, and uh, she's quite versatile. She can play as a winger and a striker, so to lose that kind of versatility in the squad, it's a bit of a bit a bit of a blow for me. But mm. I think to sign to players who's been in Champions League football, I think it's terrific, and I think that's gonna keep them in there as a top six team. And is, again, Champions League for the women's, is it as high, I suppose it's not quite as high profile, obviously, as the men's, but is it getting there? It is getting there. Um, I think they had, like, Barcelona had 90,000 people in the Champions wow. League game against Real Madrid at Camp Nou. Um, and the Champions League final was one of the most Champions League finals what was watched of the uh, Leon versus Barcelona. Um, mm. they've got teams in there who uh, you wouldn't think like, and you get to know a bit of the teams in a bit more yeah. detail. Like Wolfsburg, you would ever expect the likes of Wolfsburg to be in a Champions League no. knockout final, but they mm. made it all the way to the semi-finals. And Barcelona, who only lost two games in four years in a league. Uh, in their own league, and their league has actually got 20 teams in it. So to only lose two games in four seasons and to to be one of the only team, I think they was the first team Barcelona lost against in 16 months. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that's terrific. Bayern Munich, um, they're not as strong as the men's team, but they're still a fairly strong squad. PSG, another one, uh, fairly strong, but not terrific uh they're about quarter final to semi-final team mm. arsenal got to knock out champions league football um, <laughs> i think they got to the round of 16 and they got knocked out by wolfsburg that sounds about right for arsenal doesn't it in europe you know? well, it says a lot when chelsea got knocked out of the group stages and arsenal yeah. got to knock out football that's, yeah that's true that's true now i'm guessing in fifth that you're going to go for Tottenham Hotspur? I am going for Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur, they have made some new signings. As I've mentioned, they've signed uh, a player from our first ever squad of Amy Turner. She is a centre-back. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing her back in the Premier League. They've signed another player from Orlando Pride. Uh, she's supposed to be a good attacking midfielder. Um, they signed another one, Drew Spence, who is a Chelsea player who's also been in the England squad in the past. And I think to have that kind of experience and to have someone who's won titles, who's won trophies, who's been in Champions League football, that does strengthen Tottenham. But yeah. apart from their new signings, I can't look at... apart. There's about the odd one player, uh, one called Ashley Neville. She's a a fullback, I couldn't look at it and go, wow, this is a terrific side here with Spurs. I'm so mm. worried. 
I, I literally don't think that. I literally look and go, yeah, we're going to beat them. That's how I think about Tottenham. <laughs> um, but uh, we have uh, horribly signed their striker, their three-goal-a-season striker um, of Rachel Williams. Is that a loss for them? Probably not. Is it a game for <laughs> us? Squad depth, maybe. Anything else? No. But... Uh, what yeah. what was it about a three goal a season striker that attracted you? Is the Matt Skinner effect? Matt Skinner, right? He seems to look like he was a former Birmingham manager when they was in the uh. WSL. Uh, around 2018, he was at Birmingham. He had the likes of Ellen White in his team. He had our player of Hayley Ladd, and he had Rachel Williams. So I think he wanted to reunite with his old team. <laughs> I think that's what he was thinking. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe you'll be going the same way as Birmingham then. No, we won't not. be. No, <laughs> we well, won't I, be. I guess not, because I think you probably put yourself in fourth. No, I have put oh. Manchester City in fourth. Oh, no, I'm glad to see you being no bias uh, for you, <laughs> <laughs> Manchester uh, City dropping down one from third then. I do believe so. Um Ooh. Ellen White retiring, who is a top goal scorer for Manchester City. Um, they do have Bunny Shaw, but I don't really rate Bunny Shaw. Right. Um, they have lost Georgia Stanway to Bayern Munich. Uh, they have lost Lucy Bronze to Barcelona. Uh, they have lost Jill Scott as she's retired. Mm. Uh, Jill, uh, Jess Park is on the loan deal. Chloe Kelly's got an injury. Karen Bardsley's retired. They basically lost about 10 players. Um, yeah. They haven't really made the players back up. They signed the Barcelona player in Layla, uh, full-back. But the thing is what I always think, if Barcelona like you, they will keep you. Mm. I, I didn't really rate her from what I've watched. And I don't think she's a Lucy Bronze replacement for me because no one does it like Lucy Bronze with a free kicks and uh, free yeah. kicks, to be honest. And... Um, or a singing. Or a singing, that is correct. <laughs> yes. They, they signed an Atletico Madrid player. I don't know too, two Atletico Madrid players I don't know too much about. But mm. another player who could be leaving uh, Man City is actually uh, Kira Walsh. Another England player. Another England player. Yeah. And they've lost Caroline Ware, who is a Scotland international. She's left her Real Madrid. So to loot, they've basically lost the midfield. All the midfield wow. they basically lost, and they've not really made it up. I can see why you've uh, you've got them dropping down. Then, do you think they could drop down a, a place even further, or do you think they're still quite way ahead of Spurs? I think they're still quite a way ahead of Spurs, to be fairly honest. But I do mm. think if Man City get this injury crisis, how they had in the past, they're With gonna the really squad. really struggle. Yeah, oh, especially not having a midfield now, it is just absolutely crazy. And how they want to lose the players, Kara Walsh wants to leave. Gary's <laughs> <She, she laughs> just said the same thing, yes. And uh, I'll tell you something what's funny. Um, Man City was in the playoffs for um, uh, the Champions League because they finished third, so they get yeah. into the playoffs, and uh, they had Real Madrid. Real Madrid isn't a big Real Madrid, big like Real Madrid men team. They only came right. five years ago, just like Manchester United did. Um, 
and they was in the playoffs. And uh, Real Madrid beat them one nil. Only the former player Caroline West scored against them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was that for this coming season? Was it for this coming season? Oh, oh wow! So they're out. They're out of the Champions League now. Then Man City. Yeah, they got knocked out in the second playoff round. What a shame! I know. My heart <laughs> bleeds for Manchester City. My heart bleeds. Yeah. Now then, are you going for your team, which obviously Manchester United, third, or are you still going to push them up higher? I'm going Arsenal third. Just kidding. I've gone Manchester United third. <laughs> I want to blame you if you had, to be honest with you. Um, so you got you think a bit up one place and fourth this season. Um, I mean, you you have like you said, you got a, a top striker in now. Oh, we sure do, but we've got Alessia Russo. Um, oh, she did impress. She was one of the players that impressed me, as I couldn't understand why she wasn't getting the starts for England. Yep, but she was a super sub, that's for sure. She's our starter, oh, God, without yes. a doubt. Um, yeah. So we've got England goalkeeper Mary Earps. Right. Uh, we've got Ella Toon, who scored in the final. Oh, God, what a goal. Yeah, what a goal. Alessia Russo, we've got. Yeah. Um, We have also uh, made some terrific signings as well. We've literally strengthened in every single area of that pitch. And the differences between the squad then and the squad now are squad depth. That's what cost us, and we picked up injuries, uh, which is why we used the difference between third and fourth, because we picked up a fair bit of injuries and it cost us a lot but we have got the maximum amount of players for the first time in five years of the squad um we have signed adriana leon who i touched on she's uh, an olympic gold medal champion mm-hmm. they've signed a player for the future grace clinton from everton um she's only 17 years old Sign Maya Letizia, one of the best young players in the league, very versatile defender. Any relation? Nope. No, okay, okay. Uh, they have signed as well Nikita Paris, who played, who was in the yeah. squad. Yes. Um, that's another strength. And Nikita Paris, she's played for Arsenal and for Manchester City, so she's got the WSL experience. She's won the Champions League with Lyon as well, which is um, a strength. You want that kind of play in the team. She's great with low blocks. Uh, we signed um, another player from France, and this is our first French player to be in the Manchester United women's team, uh, Tunkara. And she was a starter for the France team during the Euros. And she's a brilliant, brilliant centre-back. And uh, we signed Lucia Garcia, the Spain international, who played up front when she's a winger. But, <laughs> yeah, that's just how stupid it, uh, the Spain manager is. I think he's going to get sacked eventually, though. Um, can, can I, can I just say as well, I mean, you, 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 you say you've got the England goalkeeper, Mary. Uh, please, please don't let her do any dancing. <laughs> after, her, after her, well, I call it dancing in the loosest term on that day, hey, she was celebrating, you know. Uh, I'm just, I mean, this to me, and just to sidetrack for a minute, um, but I'm just looking sort of on the BBC pages here, and from one extreme to the other, England star gets bus named after her as a thank you. Now, I'm not sure whether that is a something to be proud of. Uh, or Kira Walsh it is that's got a bus named after her. 
Uh, um, yeah, I don't know if, uh, if that's a good thing or not. And then next to it, just to sort of balance things up a little bit, women's game could be worth 578 million a year by 2033. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot, isn't it? It is. And like I say, it's only what it deserves, having what I saw sort of say during the summer. I completely um, agree. Barclays has put more investment in, Sky's put more investment in, and uh, BT's bought a bit more rice. There's the FA player, which I've shown you where you can watch all the games. You can even watch the championship games on there as well for if you ever wanted to watch some championship games. I watched some Liverpool last season. Um, But there's one other factor why I think there's a couple of other factors. We've still got outstanding players of Jackie Gronin, Netherlands International. We've still got um, players from... We've got Mannion, who we got off Manchester City on a free. Uh, we still got on a Baje, uh, the Spain fullback, who I, I know you was very impressed with. Um, she is a Manchester United player as well. So we've got some great players. And the one thing what I think is going to play effect, our manager on his last year of his contract. So he's on serious pressure to try and get yeah. a new contract off Manchester United. He only yeah. signed a two-year deal, so he knows if he finishes fourth and doesn't get a trophy, he's gone. Yeah, that is true. Top two, um, are we seeing no change from last season? No change. I've got Arsenal second. I, I, to be honest with you, I mean, I can say I know, I know very, very little. I'm not going to lie, uh, as you know, uh, about women's football, but... Chelsea just do seem to be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. They sure do. And the thing is, as well, with Chelsea, they've made some... They, they haven't made too many signings, but the signings they've made, they've been terrific. They've signed Butchanan, who is a Leon, who's won the treble. They've made some new signings, like they've signed someone from Sheffield United, a young player, so they're looking at investment for the future. They've signed Eve Perisic from Bordeaux, and she was the one who helped France get to the semi-finals of the of the Euros. So there's a numerous of different uh, players who's got on onto there, and the world class players. Right, Ravi says here. Um... Kira Walsh is into good music from an interview I watched. What, which, which music would that be, Ravi? Yeah, I'd like to know, Ravi. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. You're not stalking her at all, really, are you? But uh, no. <laughs> let us know. Well, Maisie, I mean that. I don't know what I can say. I mean, I, I hope I hope you're totally wrong for obvious reasons. Of course, <laughs> I hope I'm right for my reasons. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. From a personal point of view, you've put United third, which is up one. Could you realistically be challenging for second, do you think? No. I think both Arsenal and Chelsea are too far ahead. Arsenal's got world-class players there, Vivian Biedemar, uh, Stina Blackstinius, and they've only made two signings, but the signing they've made is Hurting, who is another Swedish international, and she's the top goal scorer for Juventus and just won the league. So they've got basically the same squad, but they've strengthened their attack. And they've got Leah Williamson in there, who's won the Euros. They've got um, Katie McCabe, who is a, a well-known player at Arsenal. They've, um, they've got a, a fantastic squad. So 
I couldn't see them not finishing lower than top two, to be honest. Although we did beat them in the Conti Cup, beat them 1-0, got them knocked out, and then we played Chelsea and then we got battered. But um, <laughs> And we drew 1-1 in the league gates at Arsenal, actually. Oh, um, I, I I wish, sorry, just say, I wish I hadn't asked Ravi, really, because it, is it Afo beat and dance hall? Now, you know, I've, I, you know, once you get past Lam Rock and Punk, I'm totally lost with music. I've, I mean, I'm, I've turned into my dad now, so um, I've no idea what you're talking about there, Ravi. I am so sorry. But hey, we're going to very, very quickly because time's going on. Um, we have a very, very sort of 10 second break, and then we're going to look at this weekend's games coming up and uh, see if you can at least give me some sort of shred of hope that uh, we may at least get on the points board this season. We'll be straight back after this. Broadcasting live worldwide. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Give me five from Leicester Till I Die TV. Join in as we look at the good, the bad, and even the ugly. Leicester City. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Our memories there of winning something. <laughs> it seems it seems a long time ago. Well, it was a long time ago. Let's not lie. Um, let's uh, quickly get on to the uh, score. If I say Lou, hopefully she's going to be letting me know so we can uh, pop hers in later. Thought we'd do a little bit of a competition. I mean, I, there's no point in me trying to guess because I I wouldn't have a clue. I just have Leicester winning every week. You know? <laughs> um, so we're going to do three points for a dead-on score, one for the right result. First game on the telly, which is why it's in red. Um, Spurs hosting your team, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. This is actually going to be at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, oh, wow. at the I game, feel a bit empty. No, no, no disrespect here, but I'm sure that's going to feel a bit empty, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna be a, a shite hall lane, isn't it? Shite heart lane. Um, Ooh. but um, harsh but true, <laughs> true, very true. Um, and confident, why not? 3-0 for Man United. Oh, that is what Ravi's gone for. Could be so, more. It could be more with the way uh, Tottenham are, but... Well, if you start your new striker... <laughs> Mike's no, gone. No, if Lessie will play. 1-3, Mike has gone. Um, Chelsea, obviously reigning champions, hosting West Ham. Is it? Is, I'm presuming you're going for a Chelsea win here. I am going to go for a Chelsea win, but I think this is going to be a much tougher test for Chelsea. So I'm going to go for a 2-1 for Chelsea. Oh, wow. Okay. Just because of the way West Ham played, this is so physical. Yes. Right. Oh, God. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't feel like I, I, I want to ask you this. Um, but it could be, is it a relegation six-pointer from the off? Everton hosting Leicester City? <laughs> Deary me. You're still losing out on your goal scorer, Jess Sigger. Uh, she has got an ACL injury. Um, Everton didn't look too bad in pre season, but you can't judge pre season. 2 2. 
Well, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. You're giving us a point. I will take that, to be honest with you. I think Ravi's getting it in here. Uh, May Spurs is a better stadium than Mould Trafford with the rust. Well, why would Spurs be rusted? They've only made a couple of years ago. <sighs> I know. Well, the players... It, it's Spurs... But... If Spurs had a rusty stadium, I'd be highly concerned with only being made a few years ago. But well, I do, you're spot on. The players are rusty anyway. Apart exactly. from Spence, no one slags off uh, our Spencer. Spence is my favourite. And I wish he came to United. <laughs> no idea. No idea, haven't it? 2 1 Chelsea, said Ravi. 2 uh, 1 to Everton, said Mike. Oof, Mike. He's Welsh, we forgive him. And Ravi says one all Leicester. One all. Yeah, one all Leicester, I get you. Um Brighton hosting at Villa. Mid table um, cash for yourself. This is a tough one because three two for Brighton I'm gonna go for because Brighton home record is spectacular. Um and Aston Villa are for me underdogs, so I think it's going to be a Brighton win just because they're great at home. Right, uh, new boys or new girls, I should say. I apologise. New girls, Liverpool travelling to uh, Reading. Um, Reading impressed you, but not that much because you got them down in ninth, one place above Liverpool. Are we going to see a boring nil-nil here? It's very rare. It's a nil-nil. It honestly is. If is you see. There's more chance of me like doing like 50, um, 50 roly polies than seeing more than 10, uh, 10 nil nils in the season. I must be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for a Reading win because Reading are very physical. And I think perhaps maybe as, uh, with Liverpool being the new kids on the block, they might yeah. struggle a bit. So I'm going to go for a free one for Reading. A 3-1. Um, and then what should be, I mean, again, it's on it's on Sky. And it's great. I've got to be honest with you. It's fantastic that you've got a broadcaster like Sky backing you. I mean, the BBC covered, you know, all the Euros. And the fact that it's getting, you need, well, you need that coverage, really, don't you? Because that's what everybody's tuning into now is, is whatever sport it is. It's, is it televised? What can I see it on? And it's great that you've got Sky. And whether you love them or hate them, um, they, you know, they, they have it. They have changed the face of English football, as in the male side, and it's great that they're showing that confidence in the uh, in the in the ladies. It is did you manage to look at the FA player as well? Because you'll catch all the games through there. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to hopefully. Well, I'm hopefully going to do a watch along for Everton Leicester. So, um, because mm. my, my little graphic covers the women's as well. Uh, but I mean this. I'm going to say you, you, you've you, you couldn't you couldn't hope for a better for game from the first weekend, could you, Iris? No, you couldn't. Um, I'm glad we have got Tottenham, um, but we do have a tough game when it does come to the last two games of the season. We've got so the, our first so many fixtures ain't bad. We've got Tottenham, Reading, West Ham, Brighton, Leicester. So we really have our challenge in November. That's yeah. when our biggest game comes in November. So, really, we should be trying to get as many points as we can so we're in a comfortable position because that's when we play Chelsea. Then we play Arsenal. Then we've got Aston Villa at Old Trafford. Then we've got City at the Emirates. I mean, at the Etihad. 
So we play we're playing in big stadiums as well. When we play against Arsenal, that's at the Emirates as well. Right, right. Um, so uh, when we play Arsenal away, so we've got some tough games. But when it comes to the end of the season, we've got Tottenham, City, Liverpool, our last three games. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It comes all at once. It's you like a ton of bricks when it comes to the <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I think it was at February. It was our bogey month. We had um, we had Chelsea, Arsenal, City in one month. But we played Whoa. like Arsenal twice as City twice. I mean, Chelsea twice. No, we played, we played them all twice as well. We played them six times because we had um, Arsenal in the cup and in the league. We had Chelsea in the Cup in the league and we had uh, City in the FA Cup in the league. <laughs> you couldn't write it. <laughs> Just reserve your seat, you know. <laughs> Man City Arsenal, what have we uh, what have we gone for? 4-2 to Arsenal. Wow. Oh. A lot of high-scoring games there. Reese has just come in and he's gone 3-1 for Man United. Fair enough. Um, 2-0 to Chelsea. Um, Everton versus Leicester 1-1. Thank you for giving us the point as well. Uh, Brighton 2, Reading 0. Um, hang on, no, it can't be Brighton 2, Reading 0. They're not playing each other. Hang on, it's, it's jumped up and I'm, and I'm, I've got hold of the wrong mouse. Bright, yeah, Brighton 2, Reading 0, is that right? He's, he's put Brighton 2, Reading 0, hasn't he? No, I think he's gone Brighton 2, 0, Reading 1, 0. Oh, God. Oh, God. Gone at we've had the Welsh and we've had the Scots in. We're going to build that bloody wall again and get them all behind it. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted their independence. Let them have it. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we should make Boris. Uh, he should be... Uh, um, Minister for Scotland. You want a wall? How high? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should build a wall and we should make the Scots pay for it. That's what we should do. <laughs> I let the Welsh pay for it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Irish. Show. Let the Irish come in. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, possibly, possibly. Uh, that joking, Reese, and Reese is is up for the quiz on Wednesday. It's the big one. It is Reese versus. Rob, the West Ham fan, who recently won the uh, the, 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 the big quiz I did the, the, to kick the season off. Uh, very, very knowledgeable. And, I, don't, I mean, you've told me in the past you don't like quizzes, Maisie, but um, I don't like doing them either. I don't mind hosting them, but I'm not yeah, doing I'm them. Same. I just get a bit tongue-tied and when, you know, yeah. you're under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. But no, I, I, well, just to say, I don't know if you saw it at all, Reese, that we're going to have um, eight round of 16 games and then four, obviously, quarterfinals, two semifinals and a final, with the winner getting a free retro shirt. So we've mm. actually got the prize. Reese wants to hammer the hammers. He does. Well, what can I what say? The, what's the retro shirt? Does he get a Man United retro shirt or, the, or is it often to be a Leicester one? <laughs> that would be lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, no. In fairness, and it is a they, they sponsored me for the uh, women's Euro coverage. Um, I should, I'm sure there's there's, uh, there's there's a selection. Basically, as long as they've got it. Oh, hang on. Oh, <laughs> still there. <laughs> 
I, I pressed the off button then instead of the delete button next to each other. I wondered why it was a bit quiet. <laughs> you know me, I'm not quiet. Um, now let's just have a look here. Uh, you can, oh, you've got Celtic. Uh, right, let's see how it goes through. So in, you've got England, so obviously that, that'll please Reese. Uh, I love that shirt. Yeah, clubs, you've got Arsenal, Aston Villa, Brighton, Albion, Chelsea, Palace, Everton, Leeds, Leicester, um, Liverpool. They haven't actually got Man United. <laughs> um, and then you've got Burnley, Derby County, Norwich, Sunderland. But you've got Aberdeen, Celtic, Hibernian and Rangers. And you've also Once a Celtic or Burnley shirt. Yeah, you've got Bayern Munich. Borussia Mönchengladbach, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, Kaiserslautern, and VfB Stuttgart, Barcelona from the Spanish, and AC Milan into Milan, Juventus, and Paris Saint-Germain from France. So, I mean, I think sort of, as far as I remember, um, oh, I've gone. You've disappeared. <laughs> There we go. There we go. You didn't tell me I'd lost the camera as well. Um, let's let's just quit. on this on my laptop here. The delete button is right next to the on off button, and a number of times that I should have I should have read the review because it did say that in the review. Review, in fairness. So there's a good there is a good choice of um, shirts there, and, and and he is a bit of a mongrel, isn't he? And I don't mean that that sounds horrible, but you know what I mean? Like a mongrel dog, he's got a mix of everything. He's got some German in him, he's got some Spanish in him. What else has he got in him? <laughs> you die to laugh. You die to laugh. Just just go just go for it, mate. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <laughs> Use that anymore. He did, he did say here, let's have a look what he said. Um, he says, I have a retro shirt as long as it ain't well, he'd love he'd love one, it's good because that's what the prize is. As long as it ain't Celtic, Liverpool, Inter, City, Arsenal, and England. Burnley, it is them, <laughs> yes, or Leeds. He goes on to add, uh, and then he says, he also he wants Rangers or AC Milan, it is. I'm wearing an 88-89 Milan retro shirt at the moment. Bloody hell, Reese! have you put some weight on? How big is that 88 to 89 size? <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. Last time I saw you, you're like a stick insect. What have you been doing? My <laughs> God, I could do with that size, I tell you. But uh, we will see you on Wednesday. Here we go. He said, I'm cultured. Scottish, German, and Italian, basically. Everything um, everything the English don't want in football. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I forgot to ask her, how did the German women get on in the Euros this summer? To ask him for a friend? 
I'm asking for a friend as well. Where did the Italian women end up being in the Euros? And where was Scotland? They they had to be the highest ranked non team in the Euros to actually get into the Euros. Bit sad, really, isn't it? Well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the story because I, I don't know if you know. Basically, Portugal got in because Russia got kicked out because of, you know yes. what? And. Yeah. Um, the reason why Russia got through was because of a playoff against Portugal. And then it got into a big debate on social media that should it be Portugal or Scotland, because Scotland is the highest ranked team in Europe not mm. to be in the Euros, or should it be Portugal out of merit? And uh, a lot of people, and it was a bit of a mixture one. So that's why I make the joke that uh, Scotland have to be a high, uh, only have to get in through ranked teams, not because they're a good team. Ah, that explains it. That explains yeah, it. It does. Yeah. But Portugal got in through merit, and that is well deserved. No, no, I, I agree with you. It should have. It should have been Portugal, you know. But uh, but then let's face it. If it had been Scotland, they would have had you know. They wouldn't have had so far to travel home after they got knocked knocked out in the group stage. No, they? they could literally do a right key saying, "You ain't getting on this bus. You can walk home." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking. He's he's gone quiet on us now. Devil, what were you doing at Bristol Airport? Apparently, it's a large shirt. Um, JD at Bristol Airport. I don't know. Uh, Bristol Airport. I, I, I could be wrong here because I'm, I'm presuming you live in Scotland. Because he's Scot- I don't know, does he? Does he live he in does, Scotland? Yeah. He does. So you're a bit lost if you ended up at Bristol Airport, weren't you? <laughs> it's one of them, is it a drunken night out where you go out and think, oh God, I haven't got up here today. I can remember when I came back off my. Um, off, on, the, on the return flight on my honeymoon, we were supposed to land into Gatwick. And the pilot said, we've got a bit of fog, so we're just going to have to circle a bit and see if we can land. And I was living in Burnley at the time, in Lancashire. But I'd got a theatre booked, how posh is that? I had to go see a show overnight in London. And the guy said, sorry, we can't stop at Gatwick because of the fog. It's not clearing. The next airport that is available is Presswick. And I thought that was like, you just said we can't land there. And then it dawned on me, it was Presswick in Scotland. And there was like, there was, there was no way were they expecting this Jumbo 747. You know, I mean, there was like, you know, two, two men and a sheep that were actually sort of watching the airport. Then I had to get on a bloody train and go all the way down to London. I could see my home as we went through Lancashire. I had to go all the way back down to bloody London to, uh, to to stay in the hotel for the night to see the show. Anyway, anyway, no wonder the marriage is over. Maisie, thank you so much for that. Um, as I, I do hope you are. I'll take you two two for the point, uh, but I do hope you're wrong with the league. Obviously, it will be interesting to see this time next week because obviously we're going to be doing this every week. Um, and uh, I will also be doing, hopefully, the watch-along on the Sunday if I haven't got any family engagements on. Um, again, where can people find you? I know it's the Man United channel, but you do a lot of non-Man United stuff as well, including WSL, like we said at the start. 
Thanks for having me on, Chris. It's been great. Uh, great banter as well. Um, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Devils United. Uh, Manchester United content, men and women's football. Do a bit of sporting content on there. And uh, don't be like Chris and put two underscores. MUFC maze when it comes to Twitter as well. I always have to get that in. Maisie two underscores Hall. I mean, that is how you should be known. You know, you haven't got a hyphenated name. You've got an underscored name. It means that I'm underestimated. I'm thinking what I can get away with saying on that one. I think I'm probably better off saying nothing. But I will I will ask one question to end on. And you were very good the other day. You, you did help me out. I just wondered if you could uh, do the same and sort some house insurance out for me. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, no. Maisie, it's getting late. I apologise for keeping you so long. Thank you so very much for coming on. Your knowledge is amazing. And um, we are amazing. And we will see you uh, see you next Monday at 9 o'clock. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself. All the best to you and your family. Same to you. Bye, Chris. Thanks, Maisie. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks to Maisie there. She knows her stuff. Uh, thank God, because I have no idea at the moment. But look, hey, I don't know about how your teams are doing. Um, <laughs> Chris could do that. <laughs> um, thanks a lot, Ravi. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for popping in, uh, Devils. Uh, thank you, Mike, as well, and everybody else has been in. Uh, I'll see you Wednesday, um, um, Reese, for the uh, quiz. Um, she's doing VAR now. <laughs> uh, anyway, looking forward to it. Like I say, the way that the men's team are going. I live. A, I have a bit of hope for the women's team. Um, maybe, maybe we could get the women's team manager in to run the men's. Hmm. There's a thought. Thank you for watching. If you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, thank you so much for lending me your ears. You can have them back now, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow night at seven o'clock for the pre. No, oh, what is it for the review show? Looking back at the weekend's games. Oh, do we have to? Good night. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. This week's episode has come to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Till I Die TV. They think it's all...
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.